0: I think that what helps you to get through the job losses, the friendship breakups, the tough times of loss is to always remember that without dark, light cannot exist. And so the dark times are simply a time to check yourself. And they're also there to teach you lessons of humility.
1: got tested for health at Human Garage and Lindsay has a six pack, but I have better health results. (laughs) So fuck you. So health isn't all about how your body looks. It's about how the insides look. Yeah, I'm basically dying. Uh, (laughs) 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 Sayonara. So at Human Garage, which we love. (laughs)
2: <laughs> um in
1: LA, they do testing. I don't know what it was, but it was like spit and urine. Yeah. Basically, the girl said to me, It, it takes said, way
2: too long, by the way, to fucking spit into a tube. Oh,
1: but it took me forty minutes and I was late forty minutes. minutes. And I had to keep thinking about Sour Patch Kids. I kept thinking about Sour Patch Kids.
2: Why? To get my mouth uh, to water.
1: What'd oh, you think yeah. about?
2: You I was know? just like <laughs> Ew.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And my girl who did my test results basically said she's never seen results so good.
2: Wow. So
1: although I don't feel great about my body most days, the insides are very happy.
2: Lisa's like, do you have two hours? I was like, yeah. No way. No, I'm joking. Uh, I'm pulling up my results because I I went into it being like, oh, Lisa. I was like, my results look kind of eh. And she's like, actually, it's not that bad. So... I'm in the red. For what? For inflammation. Duh. Mm-hmm. Working out way too much, but that's going to change in a few weeks when I'm done soul cycle. Yeah. Protein metabolism. Protein intake appears to be very low, or digestion is incomplete. We're figuring out the digestion thing. Huh. So I might not be digesting the protein. It's weird. Probably because it's meat. Oh. I mean, well, mainly fish. He said it. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I mean, yeah. Just kidding, everyone. Do what you want. <laughs> I mean, I'm mainly plant based, but I do yeah. I've been doing a lot of salmon. joshing But every I mean, probably once a month I do anyway, doesn't matter.
1: One time I saw you eat pork.
2: Oh yeah. I do love pork. Not about actually. breaking up. I mean, hey guys. Wanna know what I ate in Morocco? You'll defriend me. Ew. <laughs> I was with Drew. I I had to the dude, I mean, no, it was amazing. Uh, plus, they treat their animals better over there. Oh, yeah. You don't even know. It's like different. It's, it's, so it's like different. sacred in a way. I don't even
1: know. Yes. I do know what you
2: mean. And then in the red was toxicity and liver analysis. So, what's
1: the liver? You know what's funny
2: is one of those it's things. It's the activity appears to be very high. So, uh, it's either birth control that I was on for 12 years and my liver's like trying to figure out. There's a lot of stuff to process. I'm not. I'm not drinking as much anymore at all. Yeah. So that's not really it. But it could be like when you were young and you had antibiotics, like there could just be a lot going on. I've been doing the medical medium protocol. I've been doing the human garage supplements, yada, yada, yada. Yeah,
1: so, we should, when we have our human garage episode, guys will tell you about the protocol and all the mm-hmm. supplements and stuff. One of them that I've been taking, um, and that you guys can get is like minerals, just like yeah, you to know, put in your water. Minerals to put in your water. So, so trace good. minerals sometimes get removed from our water, you know, when it's cleaned or whatever. You know, our water has just been through the ringer in mm-hmm. the past um, decades and centuries. So by putting minerals in your water, it has been really helpful for my blood. Yeah, like I have a very low, low, low blood pressure. Mm-hmm. Like I'm almost like a dead person. So mm, um, medication. Yes. And mm-hmm. I'm a cold-hearted bitch. <laughs> um, so having the minerals has helped with my period. Yeah. It's just been awesome. So that's one of the things that they suggested to me was having mineral droplets. Sakara has great ones mm-hmm. um, that you can do, um, you know, for your blood and your body, your full body regulation.
2: I was surprised my hydration and adrenal analysis was in the green. Great. Which is very weird.
1: That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's so
2: funny because like it's- It like, would have been different a year ago.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. i mean, mm-hmm. you
2: know, Body
1: bounces back.
2: Yeah. That but I'm excited. It kinda, it's so fun to like, it is kind of fun. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a little science experiment. <laughs> it is. To like get better. Well, you did it with your hormones. It is. No, I know yeah. exactly. I'm not, I'm just in a laugh. She's laughing at, at my overall I still. Know, just Lindsay's <laughs>
1: making me laugh today. She's being very, Lindsay's so nice and sweet and sometimes she gets a little savage and it makes me happy. So she's been kind of, <laughs> she's been a little bit devilish
2: today. hmm <laughs> I'm going to continue to be devilish. What's made you feel devilish today? What has made me that fucking bird that won't yeah, stop chirping. She's
1: devilish about a bird.
2: So there's a baby hawk. And I actually think it's in distress. I know, man, dude, but we were recording and I needed to shut the
1: fuck it's funny, up. I can't even hear it. But yeah, once you start mm-hmm. hearing something, you can't mm-hmm.
2: stop. I we went on a date.
1: How'd it go? First
2: one. First one in a while. Mm-hmm. It was fine. Where'd you go? Well, first we met, like, I was with a friend, like, catching up with a friend at a new place in Santa Monica. And, like, he was, like, getting back from traveling and meeting with a co-worker or whatever. And he was just, like, one of those people that, like, talks to whoever. And we had started talking or whatever. Yeah. And then by the end of it, he gave me his number. And you hey, texted him? No, he texted me. Oh. Obviously. I don't know, man. Come on.
1: 2018.
2: Uh, no, but we went to this. <laughs> we went to Beverly Hills to this like Greek place. It was actually so good and beautiful. It was delicious. One word, pita. Oh man. Pita hummus. Two words. Dips. Thing So good. Pita and dips. I could live on pita and dips. It was such a scene though. It was hilarious. You know, I just like, I realized and actually like a week after. I just, I don't want to be dating right now. You feel that? You know what I mean? He was like so nice. He's super successful. He's... Older, forty four. So like has a shit together, and he like knows what he wants. And I'm like, not that I don't. I'm just, I don't, I don't need to be seeking right now. It's like this weird feeling of of needing myself. And like that. I'm the type that really. There's a podcast you should listen to. It's called The Sacredness. Of <laughs> the- <laughs> it's a really great episode. You dick. <laughs> Bye, Lindsay so sick. I don't know. I feel that, man. But literally, I know that this will not be forever. Of course. So I'm just kind of like, every time I go on a date in like recent, you know, months, six months, I'm just like, why am I here? Totally. Because sometimes I just secede. I'm like, I should go on a date.
1: Yeah. And it's like society. You know, people are like, are you dating? You're like, yep. I'm like
2: every once in a while. Yeah. Like- I don't really know.
1: Well, it's like, you're not going to force it. It's funny. When I was listening to the podcast with Aubrey Marcus and his mm-hmm. fiance Whitney, are they married yet? I don't know. I don't know. Are they engaged? Yeah. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. They may be. Open marriage. Yeah. So they're mm-hmm. in the open relationship and they talk a lot about it um, on Aubrey's podcast. You guys can look up that, you know, maybe we'll have him on to talk about it. Mm-hmm. But they were like talking about the open relationship and I was just like, I don't, of course, I don't want to mm-hmm. be in an open, I have no judgment and I think the concept is interesting and I I think more power to you. But I was just like, dude, the energy right now for me to like date two people, like how much time?
2: Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know how, do you, how you compartmentalize. Oh,
1: I literally, I was thinking about if I was doing that the whole time, I'd be like, so like, I'm better. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I would literally be like, so who's like more fun? Yeah. I would I, I would make it, it like that. Comparison game, it would yeah. be like it'd be hard to not.
2: Yeah, I mm, no nope. I, I would not be for me. Yeah.
1: I mean, I don't know. I think it's interesting. I do I do like the idea that like so this is like one of the things that Aubrey said was that when a parent has a kid, you don't say oh, now that you've had, you know, and then they have a second child. You don't say, oh, now that you've had the second child, you love them half as much. Love doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. So if you have two lovers, it doesn't mean that you love each right. as halves. It's like you just love each,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, and when you, and when you're a parent and you have two kids, you just love more.
2: And I also think, I think you talked about kind of, the lessons that he knew he needed to learn are like, he's been able to really face and learn. Like he's done so much plant medicine. He's like, even after hundreds of ceremonies of ayahuasca, I haven't learned the shit I'm learning from this open relationship. Mm. So I'm never say never, but I'm just, I'm curious to the feeling of, of Mm. being that open Mm
1: -hmm. to it. Yeah. Like being that evolved,
2: being that evolved is
1: beyond. You know, like, mm-hmm. and it's not like you're not, it's, it's not, I'm not saying you're not, a, I'm in a monogamous relationship. I will be in a monogamous relationship with Justin for as long as, you know, I I can. um, And we are able and for the rest of our lives, you know, God willing. But it's like, it, there is like just a, a consciousness that I think about where it is. If you think about love in like a physics sense, it's like, there is so much, mm. it's not scarce. There's not a scarcity of love and you could love more than one human. Yeah. Whatever. Trying to fuck everyone.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's secretly what I'm trying to do. I'm yeah. like, everyone stop asking me about dating. I'm just trying to fuck underground. <laughs> I'm just Trying to fuck. I'm just trying to fuck a hundred people. No, but I feel I feel like too, like I'm also well, I haven't I'm yeah, I haven't really I haven't been having sex. But mm-hmm. I'm like, should I? should I make that a conscious thing too? Yeah. You know what I mean? For a few months where I'm not dating, I'm not having sex. I had a friend who did that for I'd just be intentional. Over about a year. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also it was interesting last pe- last part about this date was that we were out to dinner. So I had a drink and it was, you know, it's like, whatever, I don't get drunk off of a drink now, but I was also just thinking, I'm like, mm. you know, like, this is what happens. I go out and on a date and the initial like interaction, I'm like, oh, okay. Like, this is probably won't be anything. And then like, I have a drink and I'm like, you're kind of cute. <laughs> Oh, so do you boring. know what I mean? Yeah. And then the lights are low and you're like, I mean, nothing happened, nothing happened, but I'm just like, even that, just that little change of like how I was feeling. I'm just like, mm-hmm. maybe. Dude, that's literally, <laughs> this is how long
1: I've, it's been since i've been on a date i literally go and the lights are low <laughs> i'm literally know, I'm like 90 huh? years old i'm like oh yeah <laughs> and the lights are low and you pull up your girdle and you're, <laughs> and you're just a little hot because your corset's too tight but, but i don't the, know shit the big thing was for
2: me was he but i could see that yeah when you're a little tips sometimes you just fall in love sometimes it's if not falling in love i'm just like yeah maybe <laughs> Maybe we can make it work. I could change you. Mm-hmm. Can't date potential. I could change you. Yes. Literally, that was That me. one, yo, you're 44, bye. You can't change that shit. No. And he hates LA. Yeah. That was it. He told me that. I was like, why are you? Bye-bye. Yeah. What do you- I hate when people say they hate LA. I know. am <laughs> such that. a baby. I'm like, then one, why are you here? Mm-hmm. But two, also why? Yeah. You're jealous of it. <laughs> it's just so different everywhere. Find a place in LA you love if yeah. you've got to be here. That's so true. Because everywhere, but why do you, like, I don't understand. Like, why you got to be here? For work? Yeah. yeah. He travels. I don't think he has to be here.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, if you're traveling, like, do your thing.
2: Yeah. We yeah. get
1: it. It sucks. It's he
2: asked me why out not? again, and I said, I told him, I said, I'm not dating right now. You did. And I was like, Oh, I, I just got scared. I go, I figured this out, and then the last couple of weeks, I uh, Oh, would you stop it? (laughs) I hate that. It's honest. I know.
1: So what? Good job. You did a great job. He goes, cool, cool. I can't take that. (laughs) I don't know why. I hate letting people down.
2: Yo, I'm letting him down if I lead him on. I know. I Just fucking, that's beautiful.
1: I mean, whatever.
2: It's just like, I don't have time for the, like, lying anymore. I used to lie all the time. I was a professional liar. (laughs) Yeah. And now I'm fucking in the underground. Yeah, <laughs> Now I'm fucking Aubrey Marcus and his uh, fiance. <laughs> yeah, big news. We are the third member of uh-huh. the... Fourth member. We are. Of the thruple. Yep. Of the now quadru- quadruple. Quadruple. It's us. That would be fun as hell.
1: I would not be able to keep... I would not be secure enough for that shit. I'd be like, oh, now what? Because they're still like physical and like sexual. <laughs>
2: totally. You know what I
1: mean? I'd be like, um... I could romp. I'd be like, how about? But then he starts 69. talking
2: about philosophy, and I'm like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> That's
1: that shit, though. That evolved. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That conscious is what I'm saying. Yeah. That many plant medicine trips? I'm not sure it's what I'm saying. But
2: <laughs> I think <could> get down. <laughs> uh, okay. This week we have Candice Kumai. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we were actually at Candace's Beautiful huh. place in Williamsburg. Oh, home. It was stunning. 360 yeah. views, everybody.
1: 360 views. Goals. We had the best time with her. We had a awesome episode with her. So search iTunes search Spotify for Candice Kimai and it will come up for almost 30. Mm. Um, and the episode was awesome. It was about getting real in the wellness world and her journey, which hasn't been easy to get to where she is today. So for those of you who don't know who Candace is, she is the wellness, wellness golden girl. She is basically all things wellness. She is an author. She's written five books. The most recent book was Kinsuyungi Wellness, which is an awesome take on Japanese culture, and the wellness space, mm-hmm. I love it. It sits on our coffee table. Um, she also writes for a bunch of different publications that you guys know. She is a former TV host, former model, and a classically trained chef. So her recipes are incredible. If you follow her on com or her Instagram, Candice Kumai, you can find great rest recipes, inspiration um, there.
2: She's always very real, very raw. Um, and always makes us think, More about our relationship As women within the wellness space So we dig in Thank you guys so much for listening as always You're the bomb Please rate and review on iTunes um, And share episodes with friends If it resonates with you Perhaps it'll resonate with someone else Okay That's it Enjoy Bye Bye
1: Welcome back to the pod candy
2: Hello (laughs) What's your nickname? Mm depends on who's
0: asking Mm. but it was pocahontas when i was a kid Mm. and then now it's like candy girl candy k candy
1: k is a good one ck there's a kylie lip kit color called candy k Ooh, juicy um wait so i want to talk okay so this morning i wanted to talk about this i didn't know i want to see how you guys feel about it i was um walking to the subway here first of all I get hit on 100 times more in New York than I do in L.A. Of course. I don't think I've ever been hit on in L.A. The squirrels
2: are hitting on me. It's like Uh, the attention is like intense.
1: I needed it. I needed a little boost. But then today I walked out of the apartment. I'm in Brooklyn. And I was putting on my headphones. And this guy comes up to me and he gets really close and he goes, literally jumped 20 feet in the air. I had kicks on. I literally jumped in the air and was like, oh, my God. (laughs) Like, I was so scared. He's like, sorry, I didn't mean to scare you. Proceeds to walk with me for, like, five minutes, like, asking me questions. Why? And I'm, like, being real. I'm, like, I actually am from out of town. Like, we're not. This isn't going anywhere. I'm from out of town. And then at the end was, like, went to, like, hug me. And so I was, like, no, I'm, like, fine. I went like this. And he's, like, went in. And, like, my face was, like, it was the most uncomfortable thing. And it fucking pissed me off because I was trying to figure out a way that I could nicely shut
2: it down. Well, they well, it's not like he gave you a chance to just say. He I was, pursued, I was like, literally there was terrified. No, there was no way in which, like, you were able to get out of there without maybe putting yourself in danger. You didn't know if he was crazy. Like, hundred percent. He could have said simply, "Hey, are you single? Or are you not?" And he would have gotten an answer exactly. and walked away. Exactly. Instead, he was making you feel uncomfortable, like you couldn't get out of there. Literally, and so. It, like, ruined my morning.
1: Welcome
0: to New York, guys.
1: For real. And it's not even, like, it's because of whoever the girl, any girl would have been in that same situation. Mm -hmm. But I always think about that. Like, what's a—I was just kind of frustrated. I'm like, I don't know how I could have best handled that to sort of be—I was so scared that it took me out of my element, whereas I would normally like to be a little bit more— aggressively have an energy that's not mean but very just like stern yeah you know I'm, but I was so scared I've lived here
0: for eight years this stuff happens a lot was you you just have to no. say was like a
1: because work, they also
0: follow you on the train as well oh, yeah. um so one time well, a guy did that to me on the train and I said hey I was like please leave me alone thank you and then I just walked off to another train and I said to somebody near me, I said, Hey, this guy is following me. Mm. Please make sure he doesn't follow me. And then they all go, okay. Oh, that's like amazing. everybody on New
1: York. Everybody around yeah. you
0: will get your back. Yeah. And yeah. they'll be like, I'll make sure he doesn't follow you. Yeah, and smart. so you just have to be very stern and real because um if somebody has mental health issues or if somebody mm-hmm. is unstable, you really don't know. Um, and I'm sorry that you feel uncomfortable. Like honestly, no woman should ever feel like that, but man, that happens all it happens all day, mm. every day. And women, you do not if I've had women talk to me about being groped on the subway. Mm. I've had women talk to me about like being harassed or followed to their apartments. You absolutely have to say something and report it to others. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just to the people around you. Mm-hmm. But and if it's really bad, you do need to report it to the police.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I know. It was just, well, it wasn't that I bad, know, but it's a bummer. Yeah, it was just like, it scared me. I was it like, also oh, makes
0: you think about
2: okay, so like, should I have been on the phone? Like, no, I think you did exactly what you needed to do and you were scared. Mm-hmm. Like, I would have been freaked out. Yeah. There was no one really around. Was mm-hmm. there anyone around? No. Yeah. But there was another guy that saw me get so
1: scared and, like, jump. And he when I walked past me, he's like, are you okay? Okay, so that's like, yeah, it it the guy really to nice. report it to.
0: Yeah. Maybe Yeah. if yeah. it ever happens again, just definitely say, yeah. hey, you know, he's, he's following me. If you can please make sure he doesn't follow me. And say, yeah. I got to go. Thank you for talking to me. You know, bye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I almost always just tell people, like, I'm so sorry. I have to leave. Like, goodbye.
1: It's crazy what testosterone does. Do you know what I mean? Like there are no women that are like freaking dudes out because they're coming on to them so aggressively. 100%. Like no women would like go up to a dude and be like, "Hey, are you single?" and like follow her for the follow him for the next like three blocks. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like no dude would ever like. Mm-hmm. I was in Chicago one time and I sat was sitting at the end of a, a seat and there's two seats facing each other and this dude pulls out his dick and starts to jack mm-hmm. off right in front of me. And no woman would ever, like, sit down on a train and, like, do that. Like, just <laughs> we'll be flip nasty. Flick <laughs> the bean on the train. Or, like, flash her tits or something. It's just, like, insane, like, what we have to, I didn't mean for the conversation to go this way, but to deal with, I guess, any woman in different situations of varying degrees. It, like, it's just, like. and I just felt guilt. I didn't feel guilty, ah. but I just felt, like, a little, I don't want to be, you know, there's the part of me that doesn't want to be mean. Doesn't want to hurt anyone's feelings. I do feel like there might be someone for him. You know, maybe he does hit on his wife and she's awesome and she re- responds. But I don't want any man to, like, stop doing certain things. Oh. But I guess it's, like, the discomfort level
2: yeah, that I, like, didn't, like... I noticed, like, my whole, like, energy change when I moved to L.A. And I love New York and I miss New York for, mm. in, in, in at times. But... The catcalling and that type of mm-hmm. experience is so more common living here, so much more, common. and it was like affecting me in a way. Like, I would anytime I was walking on the street, it doesn't matter who you are, any woman, mm-hmm. like construction workers, whatever, whoever. And I would usually be a little rude because I just feel so like, How dare you? Mm-hmm. Like, for I don't know, mm-hmm. that was then, but I just mm-hmm. become like a cornball i'm like thank you oh, like yeah. you know i just like become such a dude that no, i am literally I'm like, rude i'm like yeah so then that yeah. then i'm like rude and i have this like then you feel bad for being stink rude. face on and then i'm like i don't i don't want to be I didn't mean. walk out my door feeling this yeah. way so then yeah you know so yeah like ruins your day guess i gotta stop wearing short Any skirts i
1: mean sites. come on but honey it's probably my fault <laughs> I was asking for it. No, you were
0: not. And you were welcome to be your sexy self anytime you come over. Yeah. I prefer
1: it. Yes. Okay. So we talked to our group, and they had some questions that we wanted to talk about today. Yeah. Um, one of them being ways to overcome heartbreak.
2: So, wow. Yeah, I know we talked know. about it in our um, first conversation with you, which was so—you were so beautifully vulnerable and open about it. But since then, a lot of our girls have come to us, like— you know, just coming out of a relationship and it's just been really challenging for them. So if you have any advice.
0: It is the hardest time in one's life. Mm -hmm. It really is. Like I always say, um, physical pain, give it to me, no problem. But emotional pain is like nothing else. If it's very sudden and, and they're going through it right now, I would say first give yourself time in knowing that Everything will be healed. It will take a little bit of time. Like, I'm so glad we're having this conversation now versus like when I was like in the middle because now I can see why it happened. Mm -hmm. You don't want to be with anybody who doesn't want to be with you. Mm -hmm. You don't need to be with anyone who doesn't want you. It is possible that people can get back together, but it's not what you should be focused on now is yourself. Mm -hmm. So sleep.
1: That's my thing. Fucking sleep. Sleep Sleep your ass off.
0: Yes. And it's okay. Cry as much as you need to. I once had a friend tell me after her breakup that she would cry into her pillow or like punch her pillow at night. And I remembered being so upset because mine was very abrupt and He never gave me answers. He was very fake about it. He it was. Now I realize what mm. it is. He was abandoned as a child, and he puts his abandonment on every girl mm. that he dates and leaves wow. them the same way. And it's a pattern. Wow. So that's when you're true. part of the pattern too, you have to recognize that at some point. Um, eat really well. Try not to drink because that's something that's going to set off your emotions. Mm-hmm. And women's depression and anxiety can be triggered by alcohol. Um, Spend time with your mom and dad and your very, very closest friends only. Um, And when necessary, see a therapist Mm -hmm. and practice yoga. Because even if it means just getting on the mat Mm -hmm. and crying into the mat in child's pose, Mm -hmm. you're out of the house. And if it's really, really bad, because like the trauma at the very beginning of mine was bad, just go for a walk. One time a day, mm-hmm. like commit mm-hmm. to walking once a day, mm-hmm. get the sunshine, get like some good fresh oxygen. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, if you can take a calendar, I used to cross off every day that I made it. Eventually, I never even remembered when I stopped crossing off the days.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love those. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think about. Mm-hmm. I think those are, like, things that they could do today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead mm-hmm. of working up to it, I think that's really important. The sleep piece, I, like, I'm not saying enough. Number just because sleep you time affects
1: travel. everything. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just time yeah. travel.
2: You're, you're, you pass the time
1: that you're not awake by sleeping, so you have less time being conscious of, like, what's actually going on mm-hmm. by sleeping. And you mm-hmm. just, it just allows you to heal. I just, mm-hmm. yeah, I remember whenever I would just sleep. It's hard too because I feel so bad. Like during my times where I've had my heart broken, I've just been on the phone with like my friends or my sister for just like the longest periods of time. And like, what can people say to you? You know, I just, I think about like, I would just ask for answers. Like, I would just, what do you think? (laughs) What do you think he's doing right now? What do you think he's doing right now? His status is
0: this on Facebook. Like, I'd be like, well, I went. Yes. There was so much of that. So much, so much. There was the, um, oh my God, dad. Yeah, he posted on Insta. And, yeah. dad, and my dad's like, Insta, what?
1: Yeah, now who gives a shit? Yeah, now get back to work, you yeah. know? It's
0: like, you're it's like, all searching. like yeah. yeah, absolutely. And, and guess what? All of it's okay, mm-hmm. it's all okay, mm-hmm. and, and, um. I love that all three of us have already been there because we're also like living proof in Mm -hmm. action that you will get through this on the other side. Everyone's been through it. Mm -hmm. And you are so much better off without people. Like the first rule in lifeguarding that my therapist would remind Mm -hmm. me of, do not let them take you down with them.
1: Mm -hmm. You Mm -hmm. cannot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was thinking about too, like, I think that they're talking about relationship heartbreak, but I wonder about work and like personal life heartbreak too. like what advice we would give or what advice you would give mm. in like a work situation. Yeah.
0: I mean, that's also the story that we didn't get to talk about was um, the food network pilot that I received when I was very young mm-hmm. and I was like kind of put through the ringer and I never ended up getting the show and many other girls that I was friends with got their own series and, and men too. And, and I just had to gracefully walk away with my head down and knowing that like, I wasn't good enough to get my own series with them, Mm. which is not true. But at the time, it felt like the worst thing in the world. I think that what helps you to get through the job losses, the friendship breakups, the tough times of loss, is to always remember that without dark, light cannot exist. And so the dark times are simply a time to check yourself. And they're also there to teach mm-hmm. you lessons of humility mm-hmm. because the three of us are quite humbled by our past and our humble beginnings. Yeah. And if you're meant to be a somebody, if you're meant to be you know, at a job that you are say at a higher level, or if you're meant to be the TV show host that you were always born to be, you're going to get tested. Nothing will ever be handed to you easily that was ever worth it. Mm-hmm. So the harder things, the barriers, the tough times, the struggles, the breakups. I mean, the friendship breakup that I had recently that I told you guys about fucking cut me. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is painful. Mm. And Did you guys
1: ever have a conversation?
0: No, because I tried to reach out and there was nothing back. And a lot mm-hmm. of the friends in my group didn't even know that. And then they were like, well, that pisses me off That's because hard. this person should have written you back after being friends for 15 years. Mm. And instead, shikatakanai, it cannot be helped, mm-hmm. is a chapter in Kintsugi Wellness where we learn most things that aren't working out for you, you are better off letting them go. Like the job that you didn't get, the apartment you didn't mm-hmm. get, the boyfriend you wanted. Mm-hmm. I mean, so badly right now, I'm like, oh my God, I, I wonder if I'm like trying not to date because I just really don't want to go through what I went through. And I'm not, maybe I'm just not ready. For sure. So the, oh my God. the acceptance of things that are not meant for you, shikata ganai, is a present that you must open
2: mm-hmm.
0: when you are ready. Mm-hmm. Just accept the gift of not having everything work out perfectly, wabi-sabi.
1: Mm-hmm. I always think about that. It's like what did like, what did you expect? Like, everything to just, like, work out perfect. You know, my best friend is going through a divorce right now and I'm devastated for her. You know, we're, we're pretty young and it's really challenging, but in my heart, I'm also really excited. You know, it's, it's an opportunity to build a new life that's more aligned. And with every um, failure, there's a redirection. Um, I've had a lot of failures like with soul cycle or with um, Mm -hmm. a period in time in my life where I was uh, searching for jobs because I didn't believe that I was worthy of living a life of creativity and love that I live now And I went to 14 final round interviews of different companies and didn't get the job on the final round um, because it wasn't meant for me, but I was really trying to force it. So I went through a period of trying to force this job and this, you know, career um, because I was scared of my power or my, um, you know, what I was capable of. So I really tried to force it and I didn't understand why I was failing so much, but you do now. So you really are able to connect the dots of failure looking back and you really have to every now I say thank you you know and it's easy to say for some people that come from a situation I didn't always say thank you and I've you know heard people say or be like how could God do this or how could someone do this to you but everything is happening for the right reason and you have to really trust in that and you have to trust that there's going to be something bigger and better on the other side although it's really really hard to see. Yeah, You know, I dated someone through college and through um, my early years in Chicago that was great. You know, he was—everyone loved him. He was really sweet. He was smart. He was really, really good-looking. We were great together. But I knew that there was someone that was better aligned for me and that there was someone that was, like, a little bit up-leveled, a lot up-leveled, a hundred times.
2: (laughs) And, you know— not Justin. knowing Justin, <laughs> not knowing that he was not the justice. Just. I want to record her saying, "Justin, have you played Justin?
1: You Justin. kind of man." <laughs> <laughs> not knowing that he existed, I took the leap of faith and was able to break up with that person, and then you know find Justin. So, wow.
2: um, yeah, yeah, it's really. I think there's something to also like. You mm-hmm. didn't know he existed, mm-hmm. right? For and faith. you don't know you know, where your partner is, I, where my partner is. Yes. But, but there's this, there is this like power and having faith and it almost feeds every other aspect of your life. So if you're so, you're mm-hmm. not, but in general, if people are so hung up on finding a partner and, and getting married and all of that stuff, if you're, if you kind of shift to that faith perspective and allowing things to come in and to come out as they should and to let go and to be open at the appropriate times. Like I think that translates to, you know, taking any challenge that, or maybe any blocks coming up in your professional career as redirections Mm -hmm. and, and proper Mm -hmm. pivots to send you in the direction that you're supposed to go. I think if you're Mm -hmm. freaking out about finding a boyfriend, you're probably freaking out that your job's not working out the way. Mm -hmm. So just how you're doing one thing is how you're going to do everything. So really, you know, kind of breaking it down to the simplest aspects of how you approach situations. Yeah, Always having like my new thing too, is
1: always having like a Jedi mindset. So never being phased or yeah, just never being phased by anything. You know, I've seen like even in a situation with Justin where we had like a, um, like an argument, I forget what it was about the other day. It was something about us moving into a new apartment and he was really upset about something and just I don't know, just being super calm and super unfazed sends a message to the universe that you are unscared of what is being given to you. And if I right now, especially after quitting my full time job, send the message that I'm fearful, send the message that I believe that lack is coming to me, that I don't believe that the money that I deserve or the money that is coming to me is coming Mm -hmm. to me, then it won't. So I need to be making those steps or those um, actions towards the belief that abundance is coming. So by me acting incomplete, um, unfear, and as a, like a Jedi mindset is like sending the appropriate
2: message to the universe mm-hmm. where I'm going to be getting everything I want. Yeah. Shifting from the like, I want, yeah. I need, to the I am. Like mm-hmm. it's it's vibrating like you already have it. Yeah. So it's not, you know, sending the wrong message. Yeah. Do you have any other? What are you writing down? <laughs> I, I, I am, literally just forgot down. whether we were interviewing Candace or whether we, literally because we've done two interviews. Like we're oh, yeah, we're yeah. doing both oh, today. Yeah, it's like. And I, was like what, I was like, I love how it's so fluid that yeah. we're just having a conversation. I forget. You're like, we're. I'm Come like, on. so do you have a question? We for us? are just in literally. We are I'm in like, just
0: real life. I'm about to take my clothes off right now. I, I know actually it's want steaming. to take my pants off. <laughs> what we should else do a pants off
1: podcast. Literally, okay.
0: I wrote I am because it's just so good. And Jedi mind mantra. just always, may the force be with you. Jedi I was, listening to, I was listening
2: to Wayne Dyer this morning. That's and a good one. Like, could, well, he, I mean, he's like old school, but it yeah. just, he, he had cancer. Mm. And um, when he was going through cancer, it never once did he say, like, I am dying. I am sick. I have cancer. Like, it's a it, it translates physically. Like, you manifest yeah. your thoughts. It's just, it's super interesting to practice. Yeah.
0: And on that note, if people are worried about finding their partner, like you are so lucky and blessed to have Justin. Mm-hmm. I know how grateful you are.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But for women like Lindsay and I, because we've talked about this and we get asked about it a lot. Mm-hmm. The thing is, is like I'm enjoying single life so much mm-hmm. that I'm not really worried about finding him because I know he's coming. If I haven't met him already, because there's this like great wheelhouse of like men I've been attracting lately and they're all really good. Mm -hmm. And so it's a great indicator that we're doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. by not worrying and saying I am like, we are so worthy of great love and abundance Mm -hmm. and all things that are coming to us. And you know why is because we do have that faith and Mm -hmm. we share it. And at the same token, like I believe exactly what you guys are saying like, the force is fucking with you, and mm-hmm. it is for you, and we will continue to do good work for all of you because that is what we are here for, is to be of service to others. So the universe is taking notes mm. right now mm-hmm. and saying, if you do good, it will come back to you. Yep.
1: Completely. That's a good one. That was a nice little bow. A little that bow was, on that, that topic. Was a, that was a bow. That was a nice bow. Thanks, honey. Okay. Mackenzie in our group. Should we just show them a close up, please? Do you want to see me fucking this table?
2: (laughs) You can can bring it down. A wooden pole in between. (laughs) Justin, take note. Actually, I was talking last night.
1: Straddling the
2: table with her
0: coochie. About to
1: fall (laughs) off a bench.
0: So we were at the
1: House of Yes (sighs) on. I don't know. One of the nights. And if you've ever been to the House of Yes, it's fucking crazy. It's in Bushwick. It's this warehouse. Two people, two girls eating each other out on stage. There was this. Oh, it's like a. Yeah. It's like a sex mm-hmm. There was this machine that you could go back in. And it was almost like a. It was like bull riding. But it would like make you orgasm. So girls were like. They had covered it in plastic. You could pay money. And then you'd go in. The curtains what? would be pulled. And you would like go in for like 15 minutes. So you went in for 25 so I bought one for home in LA,
2: new apartment. Yeah,
1: literally. Woo! No, one of our one of the girls in our group did it.
2: Isn't Whoa. that crazy? Wait,
1: did she get nude to do it? No, you don't get nude. Okay, I don't, you just. I guess you're like you wearing your. Too I guess you're wearing your pants. I'm gonna bruise my pubic bone. <laughs> yeah, honestly,
0: but I'm like, you already do that at SoulCycle every like, day.
1: That's <laughs> like what I know it? when it's like the oh, it's like a glory hole, right? right? I don't heard so. It. so it's like a goal. Okay. Because girls, for a girl, I don't know how you can isn't get turned glory, on. You can can get, anyone chime in on this? Isn't a glory hole where they put your dick in a hole? and It's like in a wall? Yeah. Men's bathroom. In a men's bathroom. Oh. Uh, but for and a man. Sucks it or, or they suck it or tugs on it? <laughs> whatever you want.
0: Wherever you want. They
1: tickle it. <laughs> um, but for a woman, that would be hard to get turned on.
2: Takes a second, don't you think? Yeah, well, because I'm staring at a, the back of a bull's head. Yes. that's
1: weird. That I does just gonna say on. That would not turn me House on either. Of Guess is really like, weird. That was really bizarre. Weird. Yeah, it was. Okay. It's really interesting though. Um, sometimes you just need. That's that's the thing though. I do miss about New York, man. The like at the box
2: or something. Like watching someone shit on a pizza. I'm like, we like we were in the apartment.
1: There was all this music. We're like, what is that music? It's the old man at the barbershop playing an oboe downstairs. Life. I'm like, oh, that's amazing. And then there's like a Russian lady sitting on the corner. There's like a nice family crossing the street. There's like just all these different people that I'm like, oh, LA is not as much diversity as oh, I actually would like. So
0: just looking or just around,
2: spread like, out too. Yeah, you're right. You're. But right. if
0: you get on a subway car and you look around, it's yeah, it's, it's, it's a perfect reflection yeah. of what I New know. York is. Yeah, yeah, it's quite beautiful actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: it is. It's it's you're beautiful. So right. Yeah, there was like a Jamaican man eating his like lunch, sitting there next to like some girl that you know probably worked at like Refinery Twenty Nine or something. It just was like I, I really overlooked how much I do miss like mm-hmm. New fucking York.
0: the skyline. I
1: do. I mean, look at the skyline. Okay, like, um, Mackenzie and our group wanted to talk about like finding your light. So, how do you like find and maintain your light?
0: Well, the hard, the hardest part about light is that we have to first recognize—the um, monks actually are the best example that I can use on this. We have to recognize that dark places always will exist mm-hmm. because without one, the other isn't actually able to present itself. So the monks, although they come from the most enlightened and glorious part of life— they recognize that dark places are, exist all over. People are suffering every day. Mm-hmm. People are, you know, involved in human trafficking, prostitution. Like, there's so much bad going on in the world that good must exist as well. And that monks and nuns and those who work in convents and things, they focus on praying for the people and giving their light to the darkness. Now for women like us every day, if, if I'm going to give somebody actionable advice on how to become the light um, first, I can't really explain the light in me. I just know that I'm different and I felt it since preschool mm-hmm. and I thought that everybody else had it too, but they didn't. Mm. And I know that you two will understand this. And many of you may also get this as well if you feel that in you there's a there's a little bit of a calling that you have to find and it's on your journey in which you will find it it's never going to come to you like that you're never going to just turn it on one day it's a progression so i guess my suppression has forced my light to come out and shine much like what you were speaking of earlier Krista, with being scared of your full potential. My entire life, I've been afraid of my light, not my darkness. Marianne Williamson says in her quote, it is our light that scares us, not our darkness. Mm -hmm. It is our greatest fear. Not that we are inadequate, but that we are powerful beyond measure. So we must recognize that light liberates people And it's actually in all of us. It's not just in children or in little like babies that are just first born and pure. Each day we have an opportunity to be and do Mm -hmm. something grand with our lives. And so the light is really in your service to the people. And in Japanese, there are terms in which we focus on people that are doing good without showing. Mm -hmm. So they do good behind closed doors Those are the real heroes in light, which we must commend, not the people that are out on Instagram, like posting everywhere about all these things that they're doing. You know, humility is the light, I believe, that everyone should be focused on. Actionably, you can volunteer your time at a shelter. I work with Health Corps, I work with Wellness in the Schools, I work with City Harvest, I work with the US Japan Council. And those are just a few of the charities. That I work for volunteering and what I see is the light in the people when I go there and when I'm handing them food at the bread line or when I'm donating my time to teaching these little kids how to cook I see the light in their eyes and so if you can choose to do a little bit more volunteering service to others at community centers My dad's at the Boys and Girls Club every week. My mom teaches all the little kids in uh, high school and elementary school. And then she does fundraisers for them on the weekends. And my sister volunteers her time at her bike shop in London. It's a nonprofit where she teaches people how to fix their bike on their own. But what she's secretly doing is empowering them to know you can fix your own bike on your own. And she does like these community nights where the women get together and speak about gender variation and sometimes they're scared also of their light
2: mm. cuz
0: when you're when you're born different you're told that you're not good enough you don't fit in you don't have it we don't want you you're too asian you're too you're only going to cook asian food you're not for our audience she's not you know our type of girl those kinds of things are going to keep happening and you're going to have to push that away and make room for the light. But you can only do that when you connect with other individuals. And like we keep coming back to this theme to the, today, the power of faith that you have in the people. It starts in your actions, not by what you say, but by what you do. Mm-hmm. Show, don't tell.
2: Mic drop. A good one. Wow. Yeah, the hu- <laughs> humanity is the light.
1: Holy. Humanity is
2: totally the light. I, yeah, I, I heard you on that. What would you say to um, our listeners who find themselves perhaps feeling a little stuck? Um, and they could be like have a lot of success, but maybe hit like a plateau. But what are ways in which you get your creative mind going, motivate? go outside of yourself and maybe your head to really kind of regenerate, reinvent yourself.
0: So I feel like I wrote Kintsugi wellness when I got really stuck on the basics. Like mm. everybody was writing health and wellness books and everybody was writing um, basic books. So this is the art of Japanese golden repair. It was like putting the pieces back together together. So that I could feel whole again, but at the same time embracing my differences. Mm -hmm. So the ways that I know that we can actually actionably all create change from being and feeling stuck is the first thing that I do is I wake up now in the morning and I actually prep a matcha tea and then I go for a run. So I clock four to six miles in the morning to try to get my head out of like this world. I mean, just being able to make rent here every month is a success that I pray and thank God for. Mm -hmm. You know, that's how tough times have gotten lately financially. It looks like my career is like bursting with success right now, Mm -hmm. which has been such a mind fuck because it's like the more success I've seen in media and publishing and PR, the less I've seen my bank account grow, which means I need to pivot I need to change. I need to create something different. And since I always preach about showing me something good instead of telling me, the run helps me to reset my head. It'll be like you at your soul cycle class or you at the bar class. Mm-hmm. During that time, you know how you get like weird thoughts and ideas or crazy mm-hmm. shit? That's when things started to change. I'll use the pod as an example um, this book was so hard to sell because it was so different. I was like, yo, guys, it's not for Asian people. Mm. It's for white people. So it's for all people. nobody got yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. It's for all people. But I said, I have to rethink what I'm doing. So if nobody would tell the story of Kintsugi Wellness, then I would tell it on my podcast, which is why I launched Wabi Sabi translates to Perfectly Imperfect. And and we can't just say we're going to do things. So what we all three and have in common too is we actually do what we say we're going to do. Like you told me we're coming to New York. And I said, all right, bitches, we're going to fucking pod. And guess what we're doing right now? Mm -hmm. Yeah. We also have to say thanks for the successes, for the wins and for the executions that we've done the work. Mm -hmm. So I thank you guys for coming, for doing the pods with me so that we can share our ideas with everyone If you say you are going to do something, then fucking do it. Mm -hmm. Don't sit there and talk all day about your new blog or your podcast or your dreams to be a TV host or personality or an author or journalist. Go fucking do it. And you know what the best way to do is, is to go find somebody that you admire, go intern for them, and do whatever you know will grow your mindset, your skill set. You know you can learn new skills Girls like us were not born with privilege. We were born to work. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it's going to take you doing all these uncomfortable things. Like I used to sweep floors, do the dishes, do the shopping, do the schlepping, do all the bullshit. I used to stay at my friend's house on like 140th Street up in Harlem in the poor like hood. And I used to like slang rocks every day into the city when I couldn't even afford to live here yet. But I did all the work. I didn't have money to shoot my last book. So I just learned how to shoot a camera over seven years. It took me to get over my fucking fear of not being good enough and to say, girl, you can take pictures. So I trained myself. I invested. So train yourself a new skill set. Invest time in yourself. Mm -hmm. I put myself into $70,000 worth of debt after culinary school. And that was me saying to myself, You can fucking do this on your own. Your mother won't support you, your father won't support you. Fine, do it on your own. I got up at five every morning, went to class at six, worked as a fit model afterwards, paid all my rent, all my bills, all my work shit, and for culinary school all on my own. And that my friends is doing the work. Sometimes you have to reshift your gears. If you are watching too much TV, stop and try to figure out a way to reset. Running is easy. Going to a workout is easy. Hanging with friends that support you is easy. Get together with your posse, get a matcha, get a coffee group, start talking ideas. Let them support you. We did the same thing when they first walked in the door. I said, we need to talk. And they were like, we know. Mm-hmm. And we're going to all help each other out after this, because this is not a journey that you can forge on your own together. I am sorry. Things are changing way too quickly. And just because you have a big Instagram following does not mean you have a successful business. A successful business is brick-laid with things like a website, a newsletter, a place for people to be in a community like your Facebook group. Mm-hmm. And it's also a matter of getting to know your audience. As Tim Ferriss says. Focus on the 20% that make up for the 80% of your downloads, your sales, and your clicks. Focus on what they want and be really good at what you do. I know I'm making you nervous over there with the poll. But like truly, like be good at at one thing and focus on it. Like Mm -hmm. right now, you two are connecting with your audience that's almost 30, that's struggling, and you're learning how to master your craft. And we all know it's going to take time. But, yeah, I mean, I hope that kind of helps if someone's yes. stuck. It's totally normal. But you do have to do the work. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I think that's the thing is, like, the people that the want something different or they mm-hmm. want to make a change in their life but they aren't um, willing to go there to be afraid will never get the will never get the change that they want to see. So I see that a lot. You know, people want a different career they want an outlet or they want… A new passion, or they want an escape from the life that they're living. But unless you are, you can help fix your relationship with fear, or have a better relationship with fear, where you aren't afraid to be Mm -hmm. afraid. Then you're never going to make any changes in your life, Mm -hmm. you know. And for me, putting in the work was overcoming any fears that I had related to my light, or living the life that I dream, or believing that I deserve to live the life that I dream, and then creating that um but i think we see that happen all the time is the fear thing so i think that was like a really great point Mm. so good yeah juicy
2: yeah you're 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 on five any
1: questions from the live that you saw Uh, questions
0: no they just say they love you all we're gonna make out after
2: this too So how can our um Listeners, just again. I mean, they've found you. But anyone tuning into the pod that is new, how can they find you? Oh,
0: well, just on the street corner. At Nanny <laughs> yeah, <with Christa. laughs> we're going to go to a place of yes together. Yes,
2: <laughs> going to ride that
0: ball, glory hole, glory hole. <laughs> no, I mean, truly, you can find me in New York or in LA. I'm at Candice Kumai on Instagram, um, and I write books and health and wellness. Uh, I'm a health and wellness journalist writer. And I think the reason why the three of us really fell in love with each other is because we like, we also like to have fun. You know, Mm. that's another thing I don't like is people think that if you're successful, you're serious You're a business person. You're buttoned up and you're like, "Mm, hey, guys, today Mm -hmm. we're going to make matcha tea. Mm -hmm. But, like, you can be yourself, too. I think Mm -hmm. weirdness sells. Like, be weird. Be fucking different. Be yourself. I make fun of my mom all the time. She's saying things like, you know, it's great when you really loves your sushi. Like, yeah, She sure does. So Wendy Williams recently said that my yes. sushi was like better than Nobu. I did not say that she did, but you can also find me um, with Kintsugi Wellness. We're going to do a juicy giveaway. Krista's going to nice. give you extra hand job on the side. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: <laughs> guaranteed. Really good. Takes like two seconds. I'm yeah, up perfect. Yeah. that's how good. She is.
0: And really, I'm just so thrilled that you guys are in New York and mm-hmm. you're doing your damn thing. Mm-hmm. And my friends were so excited; they wanted to sign up for your oh. speaking events mm-hmm. and. I'm just so thrilled that we're together doing this. And I I can't wait to see what the future holds. And I also, I don't want any of us to live in fear anymore of, mm. like, what we don't have. Yeah. Because I think we have a pretty good idea that the best is yet to come.
2: Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Yeah, for sure. Thanks so much Thanks for so out. Much, guys. Yes. Yes. Inviting us into your home. Bye, guys. I love yes. you guys. Bye. Love see you. See you. Ciao. <laughs> Ciao. Thanks so much, Candice. Cutie pie. Love hanging with you, mama. Love you. All right. Review of the week. Uh, Thank you. Five stars. I recently moved away from my beloved home in North Carolina and with a new job. I truly have not had time to make new friends. I felt super lonely. Mm -hmm. But when I found this podcast, I felt like Krista and Lindsay have kept me company. They make me laugh and it's my favorite part of my day. Thank you. Thanks, Katie. Thanks, honey. Um. Love North Carolina. I've never been there actually. And see, I'm
1: going there for Christmas for Justin's family. Fun. Yeah. So if you live, I don't I think we're going to If you live there, come on over. (laughs) Pinehurst. If you're in Pinehurst, hit me up. You got me. I'll meet up with you.
2: (laughs) I will love that. All right, everyone. Thanks so much. Have a great rest of your day and your week. We love you. Yeah. Thanks for subscribing, rating, and reviewing. Um, You can follow
1: Your Podcast Pro on Instagram for any podcasting tips if you're looking to start a podcast and go to yourpodcastpro.com for all the resources you need to start a podcast. It's not that big of a deal, but it could change your life.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. Yeah. Bye.